Hello, and welcome to the Jesus People Podcast. Jesus People is an intentional Christian community located in the uptown neighborhood of Chicago. On this episode, join hosts Rebecca Troche, Sarah Wright, Chris Spicer, and myself, Nathan Cameron, as we discuss personal mission, COVID and community, and Chicago-style deep-dish pizza. I'm Chris. I'm Nathan. <laughs> I'm Rebecca. I'm Sarah. <laughs> Welcome to... Jesus here we are. Podcast. Yeah, here we are. Um, uh, we don't match on purpose no, every this, time. This did not. She, she's very concerned that you're going to think that we uh, have a uniform. But he's wearing khakis and I'm wearing jeans. <laughs> no, it's not the same at all. Not, not even close <laughs> to the same. Um, also, everyone at Jesus People does not wear glasses. I mean, that's kind of another way that we're like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, thought about trying to get contact lenses just to be different. I can't do well, contact especially lenses. now because the yeah. masks. Oh, I know the they fog. Cool. Yeah, foggy yep. glasses club. Foggy glasses club. Foggy <laughs> glasses club. I know. I, know. Bad. I, like I had to put wires in the nose of all of my yes. masks. Yes, so to like, would, like fit it perfectly yeah. under. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yep. Well, I've got, I, I have masks that have the little wire. It doesn't help for me because I got yeah. a huge nose and it just doesn't work because <laughs> yeah. of the schnoz. And uh, contacts don't work because I'm old. It's always fun. No, then I need reading glasses. So oh, I still can't yeah. see because I can't. No, yeah. So yeah. if you guys have any uh, like <laughs> tips or tricks for us glasses wearers, yes, please, please share those in the comments please. below. Or hopefully we would... we've dropped this podcast so far in the future that they're going to be like, why are they still wearing masks? What's COVID? What's yeah. COVID? No. Maybe oh, this new vaccine that they've got coming out is just going to clear it all out. Oh, man. It's going to go away like magic. I can't even hope. I Anyway, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's still a problem in the winter with like, you yeah. know, scarves and stuff. That's so. true. That's you know? true. Yeah. Going outside and then going inside, like, oh, yeah. yeah. That corner in at Wilson and Sheridan is so bad during the winter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I actually heard somewhere at one point that the windiest corner in Chicago was the corner of Wilson and Sheridan. I, I would believe that. I would, 10 out of 10 would believe that. that. Yeah. I would believe it too. Yeah. So that, that if, if anyone is wondering, we are at the corner of Wilson and Sheridan in Chicago. Yes. So uh, that's, that's if you want to find us on Google Maps, there it is. Wilson and Sheridan, we're yeah. there. Well, yeah. that's well, actually, yeah. it's actually it the, the uptown shop and save at that corner, yeah. which, you know, local business, we love to uh, yeah. frequent. We're, no. we're a couple mm -hmm. of But we're, we're very close. Yeah. 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 You'll see it. And it's on Google. Cornerstone is just like a block away. So for those of us that work there um, during the winter time, that's quite a trek um, depending on the weather situation. Like I've had like 80 year old grandmas outpace me like in their walkers <laughs> after like a snow drift or something. Um, and I measure how cold it is outside by how many pairs of pants it's going to take to make it to the shelter that day. So in the morning, it's like, oh, this is a three pants day because of the wind chill and all of that. So, yeah, it's a uh, it. It is the Windy City is for a political climate is what that uh, that that's term that's, yeah, is yeah, referencing. Yeah, yeah. But the wind is real, especially so close <laughs> right. to the lake. Yes. So, so it I think does our get first bad. clarification, you said cornerstone. So mm -hmm. let's, so cornerstone, you're going to hear us talk about cornerstone a lot because uh, the name cornerstone has been part of several different things at Jesus People. Uh, mm -hmm. The first one to be Cornerstone Magazine. That was uh, the magazine that we started back in the 70s, long mm -hmm. before even I was here. I came in 82. Uh, so when you hear us say cornerstone, it could mean several things. So we're trying, that's one of the conversations we've had off mic is, oh yeah, we probably need to fill, fill everyone in on the jargon. Yeah. Cornerstone yeah. is in Herc's case, Cornerstone Community Outreach, Outreach which is the name yeah. of our shelter, CCO. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Cornerstone Magazine is the magazine that we put out. So if we say, oh yeah, there was an article in Cornerstone, that's the magazine. Or it could be, oh, I was at Cornerstone and I heard this really great band like Five Iron Frenzy. We had and a that music would be Cornerstone festival. Festival, yes. which was the music yes. festival that we had for how many 20, years? 24 years? 20, 25 years? Oh, I feel like. Yeah. 27 years. Yeah. We should so know it, that. It started, 29. It 29 in years. It was so close to 30, it I think. It started in we had, 84 yes, and it ended in 2012. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Do the math. Yeah. So we're yeah, really Somebody great. out there who's really good at math, so you do those maths. Yeah, there you so, go. Yeah. We'll we're really great at coming up with original, original titles for things. <laughs> really. Yes. Exactly. You know what? Jesus people and then, yeah. Yeah. So Jesus people, I said that actually... Even our name, obviously our name, Jesus People USA, is, is what we were known as forever. I think we've kind of shortened that down to Jesus People in recent years. Um, 
And that came straight out of the, 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 uh, the old Jesus movement back in yeah. the 70s. Well, yeah. mm -hmm. Jesus People actually started in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, yeah. And there was a group called Jesus People Milwaukee. And then yeah. they split up. Jesus People Europe. Yeah, there's Jesus short, People Europe. There's time. Jesus that People. Lonesome Stone that went to yeah. Europe. And then we were actually the Jesus People USA traveling team. Mm. Um, and our, our origins started from the group from Milwaukee and they traveled around in a school bus with um, bands and they would you know, set up in different cities and they would preach the gospel. Yeah. And that's sort of how, where our beginnings as a community was, is yeah. there's yeah. Yeah. a really group did. of people. Yeah. So. We were, we were uh, transient a bit back then. Yeah. And that's where <laughs> the USA came in because right, Jesus people right. traveling around. Which, but, yeah. but at this <laughs> time, currently we just have, our community yeah. is the one yeah, you know, we, we've almost, almost 50 years yeah. of being yeah, Jesus people 50. community. We've been yeah. in Chicago yeah. since 74, 75. So yeah. I think. Started in 72. I think it's about time we lost the yeah. U.S. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. right. Well, we're not traveling as much just, as we used yeah. to. So, just so that's exactly it. So. Right, no, but, right. Yeah. But it yeah. is kind of amazing just to think about like where we were yeah. and who we started out as and our humble beginnings. and you know, where we are now and mm. as a community and how things have changed and how, yeah, it's just so much of a different place um, than we used to be. Um, and still at the same time, the same, it's funny. Yeah. You know, there are things that, that just don't change over the years, um, but then there's a lot that has. Mm. Um, and, you know, having grown up here my whole life, it, it is sort of weird to sort of like track those changes um and see like where we've come from and, and now where we are and um yeah and just it leads us to this place here where a lot of the things that we used to do you know that were outreach you know that were cornerstone festival cornerstone magazine you know those things yeah. you know they've all come and gone and and now here's this new voice uh that we have uh out to the world and out to people and to really kind of talk about what community is now yeah. um and and who we are and as we've grown and changed you know the things that we have learned and you know the, the things that we can hopefully share with other people yeah. And, yeah. and bring um i think so that last um episode we only really talked about like when we came into the community we didn't do tons of like where we work or different i mean we did a little a little yeah. i think so but um but even kind of bringing that into like who the community is now and, and even we brought up COVID like real shortly, but um, I feel like we should share a little of more of who we are, what we do, even just like in terms of, I don't know, uh, missions and how it connects with what's going mm -hmm. on now. And um, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I don't just, remember, I mean, you say missions, it's, right, you know, right. and I don't even know if, if, I think I said it in the podcast, I don't know if we said it, we talked a bit after, but I still to this day, if, if I'm filling out a form and it says, watch your occupation, I don't put salesman or sales mm. manager. I put missionary because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's that's why I came to Chicago. That's right, why I came right. to Jesus people. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and my mission is what I do. It's working at Lakefront. Right. It's yeah. working with my employees. It's working with our customers, mm -hmm. um, you know, so. But, yeah, no, I think that's an important thing. And I think that's something that I really want to delve into in yeah. this podcast is is letting everyone know what we are and how we can. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So it's interesting. So you say missionary. I was going to say, so often when I'm trying to like describe or when I have to fill up forms or for things and say what I do and like, um, so right now, like I have had plenty of different roles in the community and different at different community jobs throughout the years. And I like, like Nate, like my parents moved in and I was raised in community. So I've always lived here, but, um, but I, right now, I'm a stay-at-home mom with my two kids. And, um, and it's interesting because I, I still put down, though, even as, like, I'll often be like, oh, because they're like, are you employed or not? And I'm like, oh, that's such a tough question because I'm kind of not, but I also do all that. So I always say I'm a volunteer. Yeah. But, it, but yeah. it's, so, so it's interesting because I feel, I feel like a lot of what I do outside of mothering right now mm -hmm. or or babysitting other people's kids is a lot of what I do is like volunteer work yeah. or would be seen as that. So that's mm -hmm. how I translate it. But I do like even that, like it also is being a missionary, but it's just interesting the different terms, but they mm -hmm. kind of use I, them. I think for me, yeah. the reason that is, is because 
the reason I asked you these people is because I felt a calling into ministry and to be a missionary before yeah, I knew yeah. where that was going to be. You know, mm -hmm. that was that was a struggle I was having in my life of yeah. where I'm at in my life right now. I'm I just dropped out of high school for the most part. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find my footing in life. I was I was 17 right. years old, but I really felt that calling in the ministry right. and in right. the mission. Mm -hmm. And and so when it was Jesus people, it's like, that's it. I'm a, I'm a missionary to Chicago. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. and it's and that stayed with me that that was my original calling. That's still my calling. That's still the path I'm walking down. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That, that's why I put it. It is interesting. Like you're, you're saying, you know, what do you put down on forms you right. know, to do this thing? And I've, even though I've grown up here my whole life, I still struggle with that to this day. Mm -hmm. I, because part of living in community too is you wear so many hats. Yeah. You know, you really do. You know, like mm -hmm. my job, I work at 939 Creative, which is our graphic design web building video production. Like even within my job, I wear like three different hats, you know? Okay. One day I'm doing video production, one day I'm doing web design, one day I'm doing graphic design, you know? So it's and not so like Nathan Cameron, videographer, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, sure. Yeah. So you're, you're, I'm, I'm always like, yeah. what is, you know, and people wouldn't understand, you know, if you put on there, you know, I live in community, that's my job, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah and, and so it's like, I, I often find this weird thing where, you know, you have to put down what's my occupation and it's like, yeah. well, which one do you want? You right. Yeah. 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 And Seriously, of all though. the things that we do, and that's a part of living in community too, I think is that everybody has opportunities to, um, I don't know, to, just to showcase what they do well, mm. you know, and mm. to really explore things in their life that they would like to explore mm. and to, um, do jobs that we don't always get to do jobs that we would like to do. I mean, right. I, I wish it were the case that in community, you know, you came into Jesus people and it's like, you automatically get put in your dream job. Well, mm. it's not always true. Mm. Sometimes yeah. you got to work you in, put into the pot room. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> you get put in the dish room. Sometimes you get put in the kitchen. Sometimes, it's, you know, it's an opportunity for growth though. Yes, it's, it's all true. an opportunity for growth. And, um, but we really do have opportunities here to explore things that we would like to and to right, do things that right. we would like to. But at the same time, we all as community members have to step up in different ways mm. that you may not normally have to step up in, in your daily life, you know, yeah. whereas if you, you go to work and you're an accountant or whatever, you might not ever have to organize a dance party. It's a very clear job description. Yeah. Right, I feel like right. I'm constantly editing my signature at my, <laughs> like for yes, my email account yes, at work. I know, yeah. Like, cause I have like six or seven different things that I do. And so I feel like I'm constantly going in and having to like edit out. I'm like, oh, do they really need to know that I do this too? Because, you know, because <laughs> I do, again, store I manager. do like <laughs> at, at Cornerstone Community Outreach, I'm like kind of in charge of donations right now with right. like COVID and everything. There's only certain people that we can accept from. And then I also run our eBay store, um, you know, where we turn high-end donations into money for the shelter. So mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, well, you're the operations manager, but then also uh, social media and, oh, and I also do this, uh, you know, this, these other things at the house. So if I'm sending out emails to like, uh, you know, just our general information email or whatever, then, then I have to edit it again. I'm like, oh, I'm your team clean leader or I'm in charge of this <laughs> or, right, right. you know, so... Right. Team clean. There's oh, a whole yeah, thing. Yeah. There's a whole we thing. Have we have chores. We got to talk about that. We need a flag that flies <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Right. What is a team clean? We have a chore rotation for, for everyone who lives in our community to take care of our collective, like to take care of our building. Yeah, and give and the our staff, space, like our home crew or the people who um, kind of care and steward for the building, take care of things like cooking for us um, and just like general upkeep and, you know, really important things that need to be done. Um, and so the, it's also an opportunity to give those people time off mm -hmm. uh, to mm -hmm. make sure that they have time to like rest and recuperate, that they're not doing it seven days mm -hmm. a week. Right. Um, so it's a where a way to care for our home, also caring for each other um, by giving people time off. So in a, in a nutshell, the team clean, what it is, we all take turns. Every night there's a different team that does 
the dishes and they take out the garbage and they mop the floors in the dining room and you know and this we, is all only on the first floor this every is, right. is all on the yeah. first floor yeah every, it's not like rebecca's right, not coming right. to my house yes. once a week <laughs> right like the structure all right, all right, right, right. so this even this rotation. even goes back like how our building in our community is structured itself right of mm -hmm. like yeah. Uh, we have like a first floor with a, uh, it almost is like a cafeteria style, yeah, right? Is, Big yeah. dining room. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have a, an we industrial. Call it a dining room. Right, we, don't we call, call it a cafeteria. dining room, but, it's, but it is a cafeteria, a cafeteria. essentially. <laughs> yeah, and, and a, an industrial kitchen, like a restaurant, restaurant yeah. size yeah, kitchen. restaurant kitchen. Um, with a and, dish room. And, yeah, with, with all the equipment of, yeah. yeah. Industrial. It's yeah, industrial. Yeah, yeah. We, everything that we have is industrial. Right, on our first yeah. floor, right? And so, because um, pre-COVID, we were all eating three meals a day together in, yeah. in our in community our dining, dining yeah. space. Yeah. yeah. And um, and at this point, because of COVID, we've, we've shut that part down of like, there's just, just like in Chicago, there's no indoor seating in restaurants right now. That's one of our guidelines in the city to keep everyone safe. We're, as a community taking extra measures to keep everyone safe. And um, our kitchen crew is amazing and yes. pre-packaging foods for They're individuals. And so we amazing. still are having community meals, but on our own in our own apartments. So it's kind of, and yeah, we, lots we, of all, yeah. we all come down, Sadly, we all come down at certain yeah. times, uh, you know, to collect our meals. And so they pre-package them and, you know, yeah. you come down and everybody gets their meals and goes back Take up to it their to your room apartment. And, eat yeah, yeah. and come back down. But yeah, we've started a new thing now where, you know, a lot of us felt really bad about all the styrofoam we were using in order to be safe, you know, in COVID. And so a group of people in the community, and again, this is like the great thing about community is a group of people sure. in community said, hey, you know, let's try to be more responsible with how we're <coughs> using the styrofoam. And so they went out and researched, you know, like how we can- Is there any way yeah, to recycle this? Yeah, is there any way we can recycle this stuff? Yeah, yeah. And so they found uh, a place. And so now we have a thing where when you bring your styrofoam down, you kind of clean it out and they wash it and then they collect it and then they drive it out to a place, um, you know, where it can be recycled. So we're not, yeah. you know, we're not putting as much trash, you know, um, into landfills and whatnot. And so it's just, it's great just to see how the community, you know, even I, like little problems like that, where yeah, you know, yeah. people go, okay, let's get together and let's solve this little problem. You know, mm -hmm. that and I have. think that, that really, and I love that we recycle it. Recycling has been something that we've been into when we had our festival. Cornerstone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cornerstone you know, Festival. We, we should we, always say the thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Let's try to. We, but. You know, we missed out. We should have been the Cornerstone podcast. We blew oh it. Oh my goodness. No? It's dead. Anyway, the the no, name is dead. We, we, had, <laughs> we were very early on recycling everything and we'd gather all the cans and they, they had, we had this one lady that came in, the recycling lady. Oh yeah. And she had a crew and we gave her like a crew of folks and they just, they recycled anything that was recyclable. It was really amazing. But even at Christmas, our Christmas trees. Right. Mm -hmm. Every Christmas, we take all of our Christmas trees, and anyone that's got a live Christmas tree, they all come down and they get stacked up in the side yard. And Ted Jendrick, who will definitely be a guest on our oh, show, yes. probably yes, well. very in the in the early yes. uh, stages of guests on our, our program, we'll have Ted on. But he uh, he leads up the uh, the Christmas tree recycling, mm -hmm. and all yeah. his Christmas trees come down, and there's like this giant pile of Christmas trees in our side yard for a couple yeah. of weeks. He yeah. also does the electronics recycling, doesn't yeah. he? Yes, like old electronic items that shouldn't go in the trash. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. does he do batteries too? We used to do batteries. We used to do batteries. We used to have a battery recycling yeah. bin that we always put them in, and I don't know why. Yeah, happened to that. I don't know what yeah. happened to that. Yeah, but yeah, he he will collect your old electronics, and mm -hmm. he has a place that. That he if the neighborhood it. scrapper doesn't get to it first yeah this is true yeah yes but yeah yeah, yeah. So it's just cool like how all these little things come up in community and yeah. somebody just sort of says huh I, that serves a problem i think yeah. i might be how able to fix work? that you know and yeah. do something about it and it's great too because i feel like as a community too often you know for things like this you know, there, there really is a lot of community buy-in, you know, mm -hmm. like I see people and even though you don't get it like right away, you know, you might not understand like, oh, okay, this is where this part of the styrofoam goes and that is that yeah. part of the styrofoam. Mm -hmm. You know, people, once they know what the system is, they're really willing to participate right. in it and they're yeah. really willing to jump right. in and say like, oh, okay, well, this is how you do this. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for showing me. And this is yeah. great that we're doing right. this. Someone yeah. even made a tutorial video yeah. on how it gets how to recycle it and how to clean it properly and all that. And so 
pretty it's great. great. Well, they I did know. that really tutorial great. video for every aspect of team clean as well. Yes. Yeah. If you're a garbage well, guy, well, they sent out a, yes, a, a, exactly, a tutorial on yeah. exactly. this is the way that we empty the garbage in and put everything yeah. away yeah. and make sure you don't put the yeah. garbage bag in the recycling. And this yeah. is once again, like two, that this, all these videos did come out. These tutorial videos came out during this pandemic that yeah, were absolutely. in two of like, heightening our like we yeah. we we have cared for our yeah. building and space and each other but this is just this heightened way of keeping everyone safe and healthy and keeping our space very sanitized mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, and and i mean that yeah. that was one thing that we said at the beginning is we wanted to talk a little bit about covid yeah and so and i think that's that's been the hardest thing with covid mm -hmm. if you want to interfere with true community life yeah bring in a pandemic yeah we've we've done really we instantly i mean really early on in april uh, in May, whenever they said, oh, we should wear masks, everyone put on masks and it very quickly <laughs> yeah, became a All the sewers in the community yeah. made them oh, for yeah. everyone. Incredible. This is before stores sold them too. Yeah. Like that yeah. was, that blew my mind. There were about like five or six, like, Sarah, were you on that, in that crew? No. No? Because no. no. you're an incredible I don't have time. To... <laughs> they did yeah. it for me. <laughs> it was great. But I got it. Okay. Yeah. But there was a mask. You oh. got the oh, best mask. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. so I'm going to rep Elim Wig Store right up the street here <laughs> on Broadway. Okay, that someone awesome. someone in the Burbs made this mask. So I yeah. wish that I, I had my Genesis Winter one. But it's but black. Yeah. 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 No, but they had a... Uh, there was the elastic shortage, and yes. so yes. someone was able to get a hold of a roll of elastic, and there was like a pair of sanitized scissors hanging on a string outside the door, I and so you get you gather me. your supplies or whatever, it. and you can go downstairs all masked up to this person's room and go cut whatever length of elastic yes. or cord that you need for your mask. Like that was that was really great for me, yeah. like to yeah. see that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Just yeah. the level. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's pretty incredible how we can use these these times that are like really could feel like there definitely are times of stress and like anxiety and like even especially in the beginning of the pandemic when we didn't have a lot of information and yeah. it was just mm. just a lot of fear. But I feel like even I don't know, it was just like immediate care for each other of how isolated we all became of really yeah. trying to stay away from each other and yeah. really trying to well, like and that was that was care. part of it too is like you're saying care like that was really the sense of it's like we mm -hmm. were like we are doing this out of care for each other like yeah. we are mm -hmm. willing to isolate ourselves which is the antithesis of community right. yeah it's like if we have as a community yeah. like are willing to isolate ourselves you know to keep you safe i mean to me yeah. that was just a, a huge way to just to show one another how much we care and love one another yeah. is just say, hey, I'm going to sacrifice, you know, my uh, need to be with other people yeah. mm -hmm. in order to keep them safe. Yeah. And, and it was huge and it was hard. Yeah. It was it still really, is. It's still yeah. hard. It still is. And now we're, we're at a point we're just heading in and things are ramping up and it's getting a little Older. bit. Yeah, it's getting mm -hmm. colder and things are... Yeah. You know, the, the cases are increasing again right, right now yeah. right. as we're, we're standing and, and we're not sure where where it's going to go, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, we don't have our masks on here because and, and it was even a big conversation before we started this podcast of do yeah. we do we sit here with masks on? Mm -hmm. But we're luckily we're in a space that's got really good ventilation. There's only the four of us without masks. Everyone else in the room here has masks on. Yeah, you probably mm -hmm. can't and, even and see yeah, our, you, you our, can't our distancing yeah, with all the camera feet, work, but we are definitely within so, the guidelines of trying yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're trying to like on ESPN. Yeah. No. Um, but well, yeah, the, the 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 care that went out. In, I mean, on our floor, there was someone that for the first. Three months when when the touch was uh, the biggest concern, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, you know, mm -hmm. we they thought that you could really get it from touch from surfaces, surfaces way easier than I think that that they can. Mm -hmm. uh, we have people that once an hour would go out and clean all the doorknobs right. on right. our floor. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're we, yeah, yeah. You're, you're all the buttons and the elevators, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. like push bars on the doors. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you guys, but like it's it's constantly in my mind is like always measuring things like is this worth putting someone in the house at risk mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. always oh absolutely because even where you may not have that care for yourself necessarily like yeah. oh yeah it's fine it's just you know going out to eat or, or whatever like I didn't eat out at a restaurant for like I think I just ate out at a restaurant and it was yeah. a patio yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And I intentionally picked a time that wasn't busy. And even then, while I was sitting there, I was like, oh, should I just get this to go? Right. Um, right. Even though, right. like, the closest person is, like, 30 feet away from me, I still, in the back of my mind, was thinking about, like, the seniors upstairs mm, and, like, the new it. babies that we have in the building and yeah. um, all the people who have health concerns. Um, it's just... There's that community-mindedness of always, like, keeping the safety of others uh, at the forefront of your mind. And yeah. it, it makes it easier to make those sacrifices in yeah. that moment because yeah. I, I love you guys. Like, yeah. it's a family. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. so just like I would make that decision for my sister who might be compromised, uh, you know, because of her asthma or whatever, like I'm going to make that same kind of care and make that commitment, um, you know, for my neighbor, a yeah. couple doors down, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. so. Oh yeah. And I, I mean, Absolutely. I working at Lakefront, Lakefront's our roofing supply house that, that I'm one of the managers at, mm. um, and we sell building materials, but I work with, a, there's a lot of people come and go mm -hmm. and at the very early stages and we we're doing everything as well. We have the lines and everyone's got to be six feet out and we got, you know, plexiglass all over the place and everyone's wearing masks and you can't come in unless you have a mask on and all that. But I still, I'm like, you know, I'm, I, I've got a lot of people I'm with every single day and it's not the same people, it's different people. There is no bubble, you right. know? So right. especially back in April, May, June, when things were really bad, mm -hmm. I went, I just need to realize that I'm poison. And, right. and like I come home like and I kind of just get into my room and, Hopefully we'll have a Zoom meeting and be able to do games. And, you know, yeah. there, were, there are a yeah. few people getting together with two or three folks to play games. And I'm like, no, I can't. And it, it wasn't because I'm paranoid. It was because right. Right. I, I don't fear. know that I, I could infect you and exactly. you could infect your mom exactly. who mm -hmm. might be sick, you know? Yep. Yeah, so, yeah. I will say the beauty of this, like, so I think that so many people are with that mindset yeah. of like, I'm going to do these extra steps or like not travel, even though I've could to mm -hmm. like just to prevent more contact and um I, but i think and even on the other side of like the things that we have done to still foster some Absolutely. community life of like we've had now we're going into winter right which even like today was probably our last 70 degree day yeah, of the no. year which is like oh well we've had we have a big yard and in i feel like all summer that's been this like respite of mm -hmm. like where we could hang out together and like we've had a few very few but a few in-person community gatherings where we've I think invited to, to today's date we've had three events three mm -hmm. yeah I think three actual yeah. community events where like two community uh, gatherings and then we had kind of a, a dance group party of us for, are to get not for, even every single member of the community yeah. but like a group good sized group maybe 30 of us yeah. or something are, are gathered together and trying to wear masks and be distanced but outside safer so it's just like this yeah. but even really, the one the, the one community gathering we were so, I mean, everyone wore masks and we didn't right. sing. Yeah. Right, we right. Just, we, had, we had someone lead worship and that was it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we just sort because, of hummed along, yeah, you know. It was, yeah. Yeah. But hum, even hum, community yeah. gathering. <laughs> gathering, yeah. So that, that was pretty fun. So, yeah. Can we vote to make that a temporary yes. name oh, for, for our Mostly. Zoom meetings <laughs> over the winter months? Oh, immunity if gathering. has tried singing, on Zoom oh my gosh. Oh, no, with work. a group. We, I recommend trying. Oh, give it a try. <laughs> try and start happy birthday. And then, oh, oh, it's hilarious. Oh, because the, oh, you can, the, so the program can only pick up one voice at a time. So it's like always breaking yeah. up to different. Oh, man, that was yeah. rough. And then the timing we, is so Because we tried to sing the doxology together the first time we did a Zoom meeting. Oh, it was, it was so rough. I know. It was really funny. I, I yeah, hope funny. that made the Lord smile because like, oh, yeah. it was like, it was so oh my bad. Gosh, I love you it. have 50, 60 people on a Zoom meeting and you say the, uh, say the Lord's Prayer and he oh, hears it 60 that, right. different times because right. it, no one is saying it the exact same time right. as the other person the other unless they're in the And same then you room. hear the one person like, what's going on? I can't, I can't yeah. hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got you to gotta love it when you're, now we're, we're breaking into this. This is something we can all relate to because I'm sure everyone that's yeah. listening right now has been in a Zoom meeting. I know, The, the probably, one person that you're like, probably. oh, please mute your, oh, please mute, please mute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on, mute, mute. Yeah. <laughs> 
we were at a meeting tonight. And, oh, and I there's know. one person that you're just listening to yeah. someone on the phone in the background. In the background. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, well, I love you. Yeah, okay, yeah, I love you. And it's like, okay, you just mute your phone because oh, I don't know so who good. that is back there. Yeah. Well, actually, I did know. That's really good. But yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> the joys yeah, of The joys of See, and the joys of I feel like there have been too, like we've done, I don't know, like our family is really so... Like this is oh, another oh, yeah. crazy okay. connection. Go. The, dynamic. Are we yeah. family go the family like, connection. Oh, okay, here we go. So, so my younger sister married Chris's son. So here we're going. Into yeah. This. No. Um. And they're only the second couple that that was that was, uh, born kids that grew up right, in, in, in right. community that got married. That got married. Yeah, yeah, that got married. Second couple. Yeah. So, um, so we have this connection, a family connection through marriage, and so. But my, I'm the oldest of five siblings, and then my parents still live in Jesus People community. And, um, and then, and anyways, we, we have this big, like, when our family is all together, and usually we're coming up on the holidays, oh. too. So kind of just thinking of holidays. Always doing things like, together. Like, there's usually... And, and there's a baby on the way. Yeah. I'm so, going to be a grandfather. Her, her sister's pregnant. So exciting. And, and yes. I'm, I'm going to be an aunt. Oh my great. gosh. Woo. Um, but yeah, so our family's getting bigger. So we have this huge family of, especially when all sides are there. And it's usually for one of the holidays, either Thanksgiving or Christmas. But lately we've been having to Zoom everything. And so we've been doing like family giant Zooms or like game nights. Game nights. Mm-hmm. We'll and game I, nights and we'll... sometimes just community game. I don't yeah. know if you guys, have yeah, you guys done that? Where, where there's yeah. like uh, the Jackbox yeah. games yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like online yeah. um Oh, what's that one? Code names, online code names. Code names. And there's there's different really ones that have gone so, online yeah, that are really yeah. fun. Chris and I, we were playing Dominion, Dominion online. We do Dominion online. Oh, yeah. We're, mm-hmm. we're, yeah. Nate and I are, are geeks. We're, yeah, we're both we love kind of board games. So, so um, I just think these are really creative ways we've been able to to stay connected and do yeah. fun things in the midst. And so, it I don't has, know, yeah. that's a positive. Of, yeah. So, and it, it is even, and I think that was, you know, just one more way to figure out how can you be community when you can't be together. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. So, and it's about, okay, let's find unique ways to be together. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the strength of the community helping those that are around. And we've had a few cases. We've not mm-hmm. had a lot of cases of COVID because we've been so strict. I think we've done really well. Yeah. Um, but so um, well, I'll put it out there. My wife and I both were in quarantine for two weeks and uh, your parents were, were our couple. So, you, if if you go into COVID quarantine, whether you 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 do have it or you you suspect you have it, you have a, a another family or a group that that supports you. Mm. So every meal, I mean, I'm working from home. Uh, you know, for two weeks, I'm working from home. I, I have mm-hmm. my computer set up. I'm working fine from home. I need lunch. Her her dad Tom brings me lunch and sets it outside the door. Mm-hmm. I need dinner. Tom brings the dinner. He'll. He, I'm going to the grocery store. Do you need anything from, from, from Jewel? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and that's, that's, that's the joy of community yeah. in a time of need. Well, that, and even you just, you don't have that yeah. normally. Yeah. It was interesting because for uh, when we first started mm-hmm. this whole COVID thing, we weren't accepting any new visitors. None. Like nobody was coming in. Um, and then slowly we began to accept new people, but it was like a one at a time thing. Yep. And when they came in, they were automatically quarantined for two weeks. Still are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so it, for, I was the quarantine buddy for one of the new people that came in. And it was interesting because we like never saw each other right? because I would show up at his door I would drop his food off, you know, whatever you need. I'd knock on the door and be like, okay, your dinner's here. Do you need anything? And, you know, and he would either communicate through the door. No, I'm fine. Or, oh, hey, can you get me this? And, you know, I'd be like, okay, I'll get you that, you know, and bring it by. And it wasn't until after he was done with quarantine that we actually like met and saw each other. It was really funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but even in that, like the fact that you, in, in the midst of all of this, we're still, our doors are still open. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. our doors are still open. We're doing this as safely as we possibly yeah. can. Yeah. Yeah. We're really taking care. But at the same time, our doors are still open. And that's a big thing about community yeah. as well. Yeah. So we are we try to be very welcoming and very hospitable and, you know, and really try to be this place of welcome. And yeah. even in the midst of COVID, yeah. even in the midst of COVID, this 
thing well, that we're all having to deal with and, and work absolutely. through. You know, the, that, that welcome is still there. Um, and so one of the, I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off a little bit because I'm just going to insert right here because this goes right along with that, is um, one of the biggest things for us as a community is celebrating each other, like yeah. birthdays. Mm -hmm. um, so for us, we would have a monthly uh, birthday um, event where we would have treats yeah. and celebrate and like sing, have a little like game time, a little mini party. People would take turns, um, you know, oh, I'm going to make this this month or, or whatever. And so we would rotate it. Um, and that is probably one of the biggest things is not being able to have that now that right. we're in right. the midst of COVID. So one of the things that we've started is a birthday team. Um, is to kind of it. be that care, uh, that welcome, make sure that people feel seen and welcomed and uh, celebrated. appreciated, celebrated, mm -hmm. um, you know, through that. And so we kind of, um, we started it, there's just a couple of us right now, um, but we meet once a month and divide up the tasks. Um, and we kind of send out... Um, a Google form for everyone. So you can kind of tell us what you're comfortable with because not everyone's comfortable with being celebrated the same way. Mm -hmm. um, so that was something that I personally had to uh, uh, kind of adjust to because <laughs> I'm so used to, you know. Like someone doesn't want a card? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so used no, to but you're yes, going to get yes, up and yes. everybody, we're going to say everybody's name and right, we're going right. to cheer for you or whatever. And right, so right. in my mind, that's what we need to do. Yeah. And that's a love language for me. And yeah. so like showing you that care and attention. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it was a little bit of an adjustment to yeah. uh, kind of get to that mind space where I was like, oh, hey, um, not doing something for you is celebrating you too. <laughs> uh, although my, I'm like white knuckling it over yeah. there. I'm like, are you sure you don't want an eight foot birthday banner <laughs> with glitter? I would love to do that for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would love to just fill your bathroom with balloons while you're on vacation. Can I do that? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay know what to do for you Not, for your no yeah so no, so there's a team of us and <laughs> and we just kind of go over that that form and get people's feedback on on what they want we'll sometimes we'll share like a little bio and announcement um through email so that people know like how they want to be celebrated like leave a note on your door or put something in the mailbox um, and then we have a little card um, where we give everyone you know just birthday wishes and then we put in a little um like a free coffee card at, at everybody's coffee, which is our, um, one of our mission businesses. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really nice. It creates that, that moment of contact like that, you know, you, you don't, you didn't really get to see them cause you're doing it in the middle of the night, leaving the, you know, the note on their door or whatever. So it's kind of a, similar to when you're doing the the care when new people come in but when you see them in passing in the lobby they're like oh hey you did that <laughs> yeah. thing for me you know it really helps me remember people's birthdays because mm -hmm. there's there's members because i lived in jesus people my whole life mm -hmm. i i know almost everyone like not like in this like super deep friendship with but i know of everyone and i and so i feel like i'll often remember like oh someone this person like uh, who does, you know, it's their birthday this month and I want to say something to them and acknowledge it. But then I'm like, is it today? Is it tomorrow? Is it? So it's <laughs> nice having that. Like, it's nice also just, just being able to, it just, if, yeah, it feels exciting to be able to celebrate yeah. people. So and it's just another to way to kind it. of yeah. like have that communal, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and I, I, I like that you, you last week when it was Stuart's birthday that you had everything up in the lobby because yeah. mm -hmm. Stuart has three different birthdays on his Facebook. And so it's like, which one is the real birthday? Which one is the real birthday? Well, that actually wasn't me. That was Sandy uh, Ramsey well, who that did was that, awesome. um, and, uh, which I, I thought was great. I just give Stuart a a birthday wish on all of us. <laughs> yeah. He loves it. He deserves it. <laughs> he deserves it. He deserves it. Oh my it. gosh. Well, I'll tell you too, like my son, I have a four-year-old, his name's Theo, and he loves seeing the birthday signs and he always asks who it's for because mm -hmm. so this is a newer thing. Like when did you guys start? A we just months? started it in September. Yeah. 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 So it's very br brand new. And um, so he'll see the sign up at different people's doors, like apartments. And and he'll be like, Mom, whose birthday is it? 
and it's so cute because then then whenever he sees that person even if it's a day or two later he'll remember and he'll say happy birthday it's so cute i Aww. i just love that he's he's that all makes... into it he should be on the birthday team he would remember maybe we should have yeah. him deliver the letters there you yes. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. slide it under their door yeah yeah, yeah. He that would be that. great he would love that um Make sure when you fill out his uh, his birthday email oh. form, you can check that box on the bottom. I He's will. interested in participating. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> he would so be cute. stoked. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'd love to have him. <laughs> Might be a couple of years before he can reach to put the banners up. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Like to actually, yeah. And it's probably because you do it at night, the night before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's about his it. bedtime. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe a few more years. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's so fun. So, like, I'm just gonna, in my mind, like, you're talking, you're here talking about the birthday, um, you know, folks that celebrate everybody's birthdays. And I'm just wondering what, like, in your guys' lives, like Chris and Rebecca, what are things, like, in your life that are, like, actively, um, I don't know, just, uh, participating in the life of community in that mm. way like what do you feel are some ways that you i don't know participate in, in the life of of community in that way well i i'm kind of the the a go-to guy with with some of our businesses um i work on the roof here you know so i mean that that's my expertise is is roofing uh from have back you worked when we had on our roofing company every roof of all the buildings we've ever had just curious. Have I, yeah, uh, absolutely. Because on, our community has moved moved to different building yep, spaces yep. that have been, and then yep, has. Yeah, and have you worked well, on every? I've worked on every single. That's building a pretty. That's a, that we've had since. since as the young I've been people here. would say, I didn't that's work a flex. On Polina House, that's uh, <laughs> which that that's when we get into the history yeah. podcast. Yeah. So yeah, Polina House, that's, Barry Street Church. Yeah. Uh, although the guy that owns Barry Street Church, which is a, a building that we had way back in the seventies. Yeah. Uh, one of our customers bought it and we sell material. He actually came in. This was cool. So I talked about old Cornerstone magazines. So I'm at work one day and this guy comes in and he goes, yeah, I own this building on Berry Street. And he goes, you know, I think you guys used to own this. I found these in the wall and he handed me some Cornerstone magazines <laughs> that somebody wall? had put into oh the wall. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, some these, when it was still newspaper form. Like, yeah. So it was pretty cool. Oh he goes, my gosh. Yeah, of course. I still find these once in a while. I'll break into a wall and we'll have Cornerstones oh, or we'll weird. find something. Oh he goes, have people stuck in the wall. Uh, so oh strange. my gosh. That might be Ted Jenner. Ted loves to, to hide yeah. Easter eggs in the wall. Wow. Um, so huh. yeah, so I work on a lot of the buildings here. <laughs> On the ministry end of things, uh, I try to get out to the vigil every Sunday. Every Sunday we have a vigil uh, that we do a, a silent um, a silent vigil for honoring uh, men of color and women of color that have been killed in police brutality. Uh, we do that out on, on Wilson Avenue uh, every week. Um, I'm on the board for Cornerstone Community Outreach, which we actually had a Zoom board meeting right before this, Nate and I, because we both sit on that board. Um, but daily, my, my job is, is my ministry and reaching out and looking for those opportunities to, to share Christ at work with, with mm -hmm. those that I work with, whether it's customers or our employees. I don't think there's a day goes by that I don't tell someone I'm going to pray for them and I stop and I pray for them. Mm -hmm. my, I mean, whenever I say I'm going to pray for you, because I say it a lot, I stop as soon as I have a moment, I stop, I pray. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that means a lot. And I think that's just... You know, how yeah. else can you, you share yeah. who you are and, and what you're yeah. doing? Yeah. So, well. What about you, yeah. Rebecca? Yeah. So day, like, so it's interesting because I think about ways I've done, I felt like I was really doing ministry and missions. Um, even like pre-COVID, I, I definitely um, had a lot of, just a lot of different roles, which I would even just see it, say it, see as volunteering, like a lot of, um, uh, I would help. We have a group missions team that's for, um, youth groups that come and visit and just oh, visiting groups. And church groups, I mean, we yeah. still, yeah, church groups, um, that will come stay and experience community life, but also work in, um, in different areas of ministry we have and serve at CCO. And so I would do a lot of like uh, conversations about community with them, answering questions, 
um, but also take them on like prayer walks of our neighborhood or take them over to CCO to serve or um, take them just, yeah, on different, on different um, missions. The authentic Chicago yes. deep dish experience. Yes, yes. <laughs> also, a life-changing event for so many people. Yes. You know, I actually have never been with a youth group on a, I don't, I mean, really? may, maybe trying to think. I was on the if team I have, too and I never was. I've, because I feel, hmm. So I feel That's like interesting. I've you're doing the work and you're out. not eating the pizza. Right, right. <laughs> I, I feel like I have always opted out of that or not been able to go attend like the like, because mm -hmm. they also usually do one of the like, especially if they're staying with us for a week, they usually have one day that's their like fun, go explore Chicago day and do like tourist, Chicago mm -hmm. tourist stuff. And um, yeah, they I don't think I've teal ever. Teal day. That's why you're not. Uh, that might be. Well, I need to speak day. with him. He yeah. should be. You know. Yeah. Anyway. He'll no. be a guest. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't or think maybe it's just that you've had enough Chicago deep dish I, you know, in your life. You're like, yeah. you know what? I'm good. Yeah. You know, and they usually go to Giordano's, and I'm not a. I'm. I'm not on the Giordano's. I have changed camps. I will say, I used I, to be I'm a big Giordano's for life. Luminati's for life. I. Sorry. My husband. It's, like it's, agrees it's with me. controversial in my family because my whole family, uh, they Same. relocated They're to Minnesota and to Minneapolis and a Giordano's opened up in Minneapolis. What? Yes. Why? No, there's a Giordano's in Minneapolis. Wow. Which is funny because they usually open up where the old people live and like in Florida and Phoenix. Yeah. And wow. Re re I didn't even know they were outside of Chicago. Yeah. yeah I thought know. you had to ship the frozen. No. Because I do have a friend who ships the... Oh, yeah. okay. So it's... Okay. That. Yeah, but Giordano's opened See, up a restaurant. See, this is why. This is why I always be you can, a You can buy a frozen Giordano's. No, you can't. I'm right. taking yeah. one on a plane. Right. But I'm saying like yeah. the actual lo restaurant locations have sprouted up in other places oh, in the U.S. Oh, so yeah. the, another reason, they are sellouts. They're, they're sellouts. Well, they're no, what they did is they, they were following Chicagoans. <laughs> they started opening up locations that, okay, where okay, people were okay. retired. Yeah. But so they also, they couldn't source the same ingredients that they had in Chicago to all of their other locations. And so mm. in order to make it the same, they had to source their ingredients from a, a third party. And that's why ah, the quality the went quality. down. Yeah, so because I do call. Tomatoes rather than so, fresh yeah. tomatoes. Yeah. yeah. You're getting Chicago deep dish history yeah, here, here you guys. <laughs> We've digressed. <laughs> we could. <laughs> We've digressed. There Welcome could be a fight. Here's my, here's my, I'm going to, I'm going to say this comparison. So Giordano's is the Walmart of Chicago pizza and uh, Lou Malnati's is the Target. And then oh. here's another one. <laughs> Giordano's <laughs> is the McDonald's and Lou Malnati's is the Starbucks. I'm just, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. And I like and Pequod's. So, I like Pequod's too. Everybody's Actually, Pequod's yeah. is really, yeah, anyway. So, I don't think I've ever had Pequod's. Everybody always Pequod's tells me is, it is really, really good. Pequod's Incredible. is really good. They do both yeah. deep dish and thin okay. crust. Yeah. Um, and they're both really good. No, Pequod's yeah. is really yeah. good. We it get that. Really good. Yeah. Do, yeah. Don't they have the football pizza? Yeah. Well, they have so many. I think they do that. It's football so good. Pizza, which is I feel like our mission is to educate people <laughs> yeah. on pizza. It's yeah. Like, it's we might have started. Oh my sudden, gosh, this episode started is a deep dish war <laughs> in the comment section. Yeah, I know. Comment below which is your favorite and why. So many haters are going to be on these comments saying New York pizza. Okay, but Lou Malnati's salad is amazing. Like, oh it's worth it goodness. for me. Oh, yeah. I don't even. I don't order salad at any restaurant ever. Yeah. No. Ever. Except for Illuminati. Illuminati, I'll just eat I, the salad. It's so delicious. I might have a piece of pizza I, too. All right. Yeah. So did you? Did you? I like, hope we can, can. we get sponsored this episode? By there you go. Nice. Nice. I, was, I think that, <laughs> that if it didn't take forty minutes to get Sorry, here, Rich, we could. Everybody's gonna have to be on another. Yeah, we yeah. have to. Yeah. So this yeah. is brought to you by Lou Malnati. What were we so talking back, about? Back to mission. I don't and I don't, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were talking about missions. Jesus people mission is yeah. Some yeah. deep dish <laughs> lovers. <laughs> yeah. missions. we went to pizza, and then we must be hungry because we all kept talking about food. Oh my gosh. Somehow we got to pizza. Don't get me started. Oh, it it yes. wouldn't be a true community. Oh, we should have just a food episode. Yeah. Anyway. Podcast if we didn't talk about food. Yeah. Okay. That's food true. is food is definitely a, a major part of community. It's a river it that sure runs is. through yes. community. Yes. It I is. mean yeah. the, the 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 dining room where we eat and going out to eat. I know it's we like don't celebrate anyways, and we don't yeah. just eat no, like huge. we don't well, just eat like frozen meal like people prepare we are spoiled because love. we like, have like expert bakers and yeah. cooks and yeah. chefs that yeah. live in our oh. house right. mm -hmm. and they make these culinary delights that are just amazing i mean you just 
at our parties, I am constantly amazed at the quality of cookies. Like just cookies, your basic <laughs> cookie, you know, that comes out of our parties is like, oh my gosh. Scott Stonkey, when he makes those like oh. the the ones with pretzel and caramel. Yes. Oh, yeah. and like, those are good. The oh, yeah. sweets, I don't have a oh. sweet tooth. Uh, when Scott Stonkey fires up the smoker, oh, the smoker. and starts yes. cooking chicken yeah. and pork. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. No. It's, I, I, he made for, for, for Builders Warehouse, which is builderswarehouse.com. If you need any building materials, go to builderswarehouse.com. <laughs> he did a, we had a, we had a party anyway. in COVID. Really good. It is a good place to go check things out. Um, and you might even see my face there because I might actually <laughs> be part of their website. Um, they but also he, drink everybody's coffee. He right, did, sorry. he, he did a, he did a pork. And 939 made their website. <laughs> and I'm just here to look at <laughs> Lakewood Supply is their parent company. Um, so there you go. We got everything. We got it all. And we support Cornerstone Community Outreach. Which is where I work. There you go. <laughs> And all the proceeds from Lakefront Springs <laughs> go to everybody's coffee. Yeah. No, so. go to Cornerstone Community Outreach. Yeah. What did I say? Everybody's coffee? Yeah. yeah. Um, so right. if you don't have a blooper reel, what kind of a podcast would it be? <laughs> right. So, um, but he made this, I'm back to Scott's smoker. Yes. He made yes. this, this pork. So good. It was incredible. For, we had the builders as a small crew. So we actually did like a picnic party. And, and it was good for our employees. It's a new company. You know, we've only been around less than two years. And he, he nailed it. It would, I would have, I would have drove to name the state, you know, Kentucky, Tennessee, Texas for this barbecue. It was, whoa, blow yeah. your whoa. mind. Yeah. Well, amazing. Oklahoma. I, I don't know. I don't know. For this barbecue. I don't know. That's border, borderline there. It was, okay. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Well, anyways, back to missions. Back to missions. <laughs> Our ministry. Circle, I don't know. That, okay. was, that wasn't a okay. circle, so I can't did really I, circle back. Did, but lunch breaks over. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So I feel like so my right now my mission is mainly to my kids, but also so this is like the tough one to me because like mothering is is an intensely spiritual practice. Parenting, I shouldn't even say mothering. Parenting is an intensely spiritual practice, but also it's also very. Like you need a lot poured into you to like sustain the level of what you're pouring out mm -hmm. and like caring for tiny humans. And um, so right, right now I have a four year old and a seven month old. And um, so I, I feel like it's in a lot of my day, I'm actually reaching out to community members for prayer or like my neighbor for like, like, oh, my four year old just had a major meltdown. I'm feeling like so drained. Can you just pray for me really quick? Like, so I feel like I'm actually in a place of needing to receive a lot of mm -hmm. like, of, uh, care and like support. And, but then I also feel like at the same time, I'm really enjoying the people that are reaching out to me that live in our community that I might not see on a day to day. Cause I don't work with them in a business or in our missions. Um, but they're reaching out to me just to talk or to talk about something at work they're going through. And then I get to pray for them. So I feel like a ton of my mission right now, which I think boils down to like, it is all of ours, but, but for me, it's mostly, this is relationships. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I mm -hmm. think pre COVID, I, I was able to do more physical in-person ministry type stuff, like leading groups and going to CCO and, and serving a meal and, um, going to our free store and organizing it, which is, uh, a place we have specifically, it started out specifically for residents at, at Cornerstone, but also it's, it's pre-COVID again, open mm -hmm. to the public for people who need clothing um, mm -hmm. to come in and um, it usually, it's essentially set up like a store, right? Yeah, like yeah, a, I think a, you would say shop, but you don't yeah. shop. Yeah, you, yeah, you, so you, you shop, shop. So it's shop, like a free thrift store, store like that a, we have yeah, set up. Yeah, and like store, yeah. um, we're open, well, pre-COVID, we were open to the neighborhood once yeah. a month yeah. um, and then open every week for shelter guests who would come in, you know, because people would show up with just a trash bag, you know, full of stuff. And when the season changes, you need new shoes, new coat, everything. Mm -hmm. Um and so we or have when a, they're going for job interviews, they need a, yeah. a suit. Exactly. Or they need, you know, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we did just open up for. Residents? Residents of the shelter, uh, like appointment only. 
Um, And so the staff over there has been working really hard. We haven't had any new donations since the beginning of COVID, really. Um, Are you not taking donations? We have not been taking them just because we want to reduce that risk. We have had many caseworkers who have gotten it. um, And so we're trying to reduce the risk for us. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and for the public. It's that person-to-person aspect that we're the most concerned about. And we just can't. We don't know. We know that, you know, you may be careful because, you know, we live together and are, you know, showing that care for each other. But I don't know if the person bringing the stuff to the door, you know, was out in Wrigleyville, you know, when all the bars were open or whatever they could be. um, Or just went on a trip to a state where they were supposed to quarantine and they came home and didn't go. Exactly. You'd never know. Exactly. So, so, um, so yeah, pre COVID I did, I, I would do some volunteering there and, um, for a long time, we had a homeschool co-op group and I would mm-hmm. help teach at the homeschool co-op. And so I, I had these various ways or, or, or I would, uh, for a while I was a head cook in our kitchen and, um, I was a prep cook for a little while. I worked our, as a receptionist at our front desk. So I've had these spaces where I felt like it was very obvious ministry, but I think right now I just, I feel like it's, it's a lot of relationship and like, caring for others and then a lot of just accepting that I'm in a position where I'm giving a lot to my kids and needing a lot of that like support and care from others it feels mm. yeah but that's that's community in itself yeah yeah, yeah. that is that yeah. is that is it it, yeah. Sometimes that in itself is a gift, you know, that we can give to others is just our openness <clears throat> for our need, mm-hmm. you know, and just the our willingness you know, to put ourselves out there and say, hey, I need something right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I really, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I need help. Mm-hmm. And and really letting people help you, I yeah. think in itself is its own ministry, is, you know, being open to other people um, speaking into your life and giving you help, giving you um, support, mm-hmm. um, I think is, is a huge thing. I know I, I went through a thing in my life um, several years ago where I was getting like debilitating migraines and I was, I was out, like, I couldn't work. I couldn't hardly do anything. It was like, it was really bad for probably about six or eight months. And I felt so much support in the midst of that from the community. Cause you know, I, I couldn't do anything. And, you know, and I just had to tell people, guys, I'm sorry. Like I, I can't, come into work today because I just, I can barely stand up. You know, I can't, you know, I can't participate in clean team because like my head is about to explode right now. And Mm -hmm. I just, I can't do it. And people's ability and willingness and compassion to just say, okay, that's okay. We've got you, you know, we're holding you right now. We understand this is a bad time in your life. And so even in that, I think like our willingness to go to people and say, I need help is its Mm -hmm. own ministry, you know, and really receiving that support and allowing other people to be that support, you know, for us. Um, You know, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge gift that I think we can give to others. And it's, it's, I guess it's an underestimated gift. I think we feel like we're, we're putting ourselves on others or we're being a burden to others, but really people want to support mm-hmm. you. They want to, mm-hmm. you know, lift you up in prayer. They want to, you know, they want to, you know, part of community is walking through the hard times together. And if you sort of like distance yourself from mm-hmm. others while well, in the midst of hard times, cause you don't want to be a burden, it, it really is a disservice to yourself and to those around you because it, as yeah. part of community, we want to, we want to walk those hard things together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. with each other and support each other through those things. And so, yeah, yeah even that can be its own ministry. Well, and, yeah. and, and, and the prayer support I think is mm-hmm. such a big thing in community. I mean, you have so many things that you just, we you have info email, which, which is, can be annoying at times, but it's, you, you, you have someone that's sick in your family or, you know, you got a headache and you're, you're suffering Explain, with migraines. Explaining jargon. Well, info email, info email is, is our list that we, so we have an internal email list where we can write to each other, to everyone who's a member at Jesus People. And um, and so you can do like a, where you're sending it out to everyone at once or you're sending it to an individual. And, um, and so often we're getting um, messages that are like, um, oh, does anyone have... I'm, 
I need to bend gay. My knee hurts. Yeah, yeah. really. Wait, and then somebody, my wife actually put like, out oh, one I yesterday. It's like I need some aloe. I burned my finger. Yeah. You know? yeah. like, so there is like that yeah. kind of where we get to share our resources with each other in a really like quick way, rather than like if you're going through your phone, like texting multiple people or trying to find. It's it's like a faster and easier way mm -hmm. to get a hold of a majority of people at once, and everyone mm -hmm. is so willing to jump on board. Like for example, when you're, with your migraine thing. So you could write an email to our list, like that's like our internal mm -hmm. group and just say, I'm having a horrible migraine tonight. I can't do my clean team. Can someone, and someone is, is willing to just jump on board and do it without, you know, without any expectation of like repayment and often, and that, so that has happened to me a couple times of like, oh, my husband's at work late. I can't find childcare. Can someone cover this? And then I go to like, um, say like oh can i trade nights with you can i do oh no 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 we got it we got it it's on mm -hmm. us like just so glad we could help like so there is just tons of that internal support but i think having that messaging list anyways yeah. i cut you off no, but I didn't say, having yeah. that messaging list makes a huge difference of like how we can support each other especially in the midst of covid we have yeah. this it's technology yeah. so it's like a way we can ask for help and offer yeah. help yeah so no, yeah. we had um uh, I, I remember bob would use that all the time. Yeah. Bob mm -hmm. Williams was a, uh, a guy, he passed away a few years ago, but he had, um, he was, he was in a wheelchair. He was a paralytic. Paraplegic. Paraplegic. Yeah. Uh, and uh, several times he would get on email and be like, hey, I need some, I need some help or something. And, you know, within minutes, someone would be in his room. And, yeah. I'm the there. queen of Ikea runs. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Seems yeah. like I'm always yeah. there. And I just send out an info list yeah. uh, email and just say, hey, uh, send me, you know, put your money in my mailbox and I'll buy you the batteries or the, oh, I'm not going to bring home your, your mattress or, or <laughs> like a bed I'm not going to bring home your couch, but I will yeah. bring home Swedish meatballs for a fee, a fee. Or a like, hundred tea like <laughs> yeah. Yes. Or tea like candles. candles. Yep. Yep. Yes. <laughs> for like prayer time or whatever. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But I, I think it, having that uh, space to be able to be like open and like vulnerable mm -hmm. it's such a safe place mm -hmm. to like be caught and like held um often we're writing for prayer too mm -hmm. yeah like, often people are just saying Can for, per for very me? personal things sometimes yeah, yeah. um and it, it's basically like a, an email you would send a family member, like yeah. mm -hmm. when there's a crisis or something, it's like an extension of that. And so when you get that, you feel that like burden for people and you carry that with you throughout the day. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just whatever you're doing at the stoplight, just thinking about, oh, uh, so-and-so has this really important meeting with their kid for for school, you know, today. And so, oh, that's at 2 p.m. today. So I, I need to remember to pray. And then like, I know that, you know, Harmony's favorite chocolate is caramel turtles. And so I know that's going to be a really stressful day for her. So I should definitely go pick up a caramel turtle and leave that on her door for her as like a little after dinner snack kind of thing. And so, uh, vulnerability was definitely something that was very difficult for me coming into community because I had that like established life ahead of time and just like that, yeah. you know, oh, I don't need anybody else, you know, kind of thing. And so I really don't feel like I really felt a part of community until I was able to fully like let that go. Mm. And, and I just sent out my first email this past week uh, asking for a ride like usually, <laughs> I've never done that before on yeah. the info list because yeah. uh, yeah. usually I just drive myself but I needed someone to come pick me up and it was so nice like so refreshing uh, like oh I had this appointment and I'm not comfortable taking the train home you know at this time or whatever like can someone come get me and it was like within 20 minutes, someone was there and it, yeah. I was just like, this is great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> personal Japuza Uber. Like yeah. it was yeah. Japuza, Japuber. JP Uber. JP Uber. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, it, which yeah. I, that's funny because there's, there's probably someone watching this that lived at Jesus people back in the seventies or eighties or nineties. And they're like, oh yeah, we didn't have that. Cause yeah. Uh, yeah. There, there were times you'd, you'd sit and you'd, Oh, yeah. you have to push your car home. Yeah. 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 So there's definitely so, not. 
no, yeah. it's it's really great to have that though. And even outside of InfoList, I feel like there's such an opportunity to find those because there is such a diverse uh, like range of ages mm-hmm. and experiences. There is always someone that you can find that connection with that Mm -hmm. you click with and Mm -hmm. there's a level of like accountability Mm -hmm. um, that you can find someone to walk in that with that I definitely did not have in my life. Like I had my, my church, you know, friends or whatever that I would, my congregation that I was really close with, but this is like a daily, like you Mm -hmm. see this person in the Mm -hmm. elevator or in the hallway and they're going to, Hey, that thing that you asked me to be, you know, to keep you accountable Mm -hmm. for, how are you doing with that? And so it's Mm -hmm. just like a, a level, another level, um, Mm -hmm. of care that I am incredibly grateful for. Um, yeah. Well, uh, I just like to say thank you guys again for um, sitting down, having mm. conversations. Um, this is really great. Um, we'd like to thank you guys all for uh, joining us and listening. Yeah, thanks and for coming. Again, smash that subscribe button. Yeah. Or smash that like button. What do you, what do you <laughs> smash? You I smash don't know. something. I don't know. Smash something. Hulk smash. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Just, we, five we, stars on Apple Podcasts. That's right. Yeah. If you um, write a review, oh, yeah. then more people see us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Writing yeah. a review is always better. Yeah. So we'd like to thank you guys for listening, uh, for watching. Um, and again, um, yeah, we'll keep these coming. And, and hopefully it'll be an opportunity for you guys to learn a little bit more about community life, a little bit more about us, uh, a little bit more about God. And uh, yeah, thank you. As always, comment if there's something you have questions about. And if you want to learn more, um, we'll definitely link all the info we have online about us. But glad you're, uh, you're listening. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, please email jppodcast at jpusa.org. And for more information about the Jesus People Intentional Community, go to jesuspeoplechicago.org.